Support for Forum comes from San Francisco Opera. Set 10 years after a school shooting, the critically acclaimed opera Innocence takes us into a complex emotional journey where our understanding of innocence and guilt is constantly upended. Kaya Sariajo's ethereal score collapses the past into the present as a community of survivors grapple with how to move forward. Don't miss the highly anticipated American premiere of Innocence, June 1st through 21st. Learn more at sfopera.com. Hi there, I'm Randa Abdel-Fattah from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. Welcome back to Forum. I'm Ariana Prail. Many young women depend on the Bay Area rapid transit system as their primary mode of transportation. But in a 2019 survey, many young women and girls who ride BART say they had experienced harassment from catcalling to stalking and unwelcome sexual advances, forcing many to spend large amounts of money on ride-sharing options like Uber and Lyft. A new public awareness campaign called Not One More Girl launched on BART last week and aims to change the culture of gender-based violence and harassment on public transit. Here with me to talk about it is Halima Barucha, Senior Advocacy Manager with Alliance for Girls. They've partnered with BART in the Not One More Girl campaign. Welcome to Forum, Halima Barucha. Thank you for having me. We also have Sitlali Garcia-Rodriguez, a senior at Skyline High School in Oakland. Welcome, Sitlali. Hi, thank you for having me. And Anika Barber, founding director of the Betty Ono Gallery, a space for art, culture, and communi- communities. Welcome, Anika Barber. Thank you. Glad to be here. So Halima Barucha, this all started with a survey that Alliance for Girls conducted and presented to BART. Tell us about how you conducted the survey and what it revealed. So this initiative was successful because Alliance for Girls used a model that we have been using for a very long time in our work. We started first by listening to the voices of girls and gender expansive youth through our girl-led youth research together rise research report, which you can find online at our website. And so by starting this process, by asking girls and gender expansive youth, it is absolutely critical because they know what they need. Girls have solutions to some of the most challenging issues that even our elected officials cannot solve. Why? Because girls are the experts of their lived experience. It's simple. And so we use this knowledge from the Together Rise report to mobilize an intergenerational base of leaders and brought together powerful organizations that we've been working with who have been trying to address these issues for decades. And this is not an issue that is new. We know safety on public transportation has been an issue for so long that we can go back in our ancestry and name that my grandmother, my great grandmother had this experience. And so it is ridiculous that it took this long to happen. But with the Together Rise report guiding this work, we had a very clear vision that was created by and for girls and gender expansive youth. And we were able to mobilize a base of experts and leaders like Sitladi and Anika. And that's how we advance powerful policies, because these policies, what you're seeing implemented was written by and held by the community. And so when we started this initiative, 
Um, it started with the research. Then we did town halls across the Bay Area. And we told our community, here's what girls and gender expansive youth are saying. What can we do about it? What issues should we prioritize? And that's how we landed on this issue of public transportation. And the 12-point gender equity action oh, plan that oh. Bart uh, right was developed with our community. Oh, sorry. I thought your your connection was breaking up just a little bit for a second. Um, but I also want to invite our listeners. This is a short segment. But have you felt unsafe riding public transit? Does this campaign resonate with you? Have you seen any of the posters yet? If so, what was your reaction to them? And if you could share a message with fellow transit riders when it comes to addressing sexual harassment, what would it be? You can give us a call at 866-733-6786. That's 866-733-6786. You can also get in touch on Twitter. Twitter and Facebook, we're at KQED Forum, or email your questions to forum at kqed.org. Sitlali, you're featured in one of the posters. How did you get involved with the campaign? Hi, um, I got involved with the campaign um, through my school with Miss Jessica, which is um, my teacher um, at Skyline High School that I had for my junior year, I believe. Um, and she, the program was led by, um, the program that One More Girl, um, was coming up with, um, this event that they wanted to do. And Miss Jessica thought, you know, that, um, this would be a great opportunity that my classmates, um, that could be a part of. And, um, given that many of us have faced sexual harassment and violence and our own way um, while going to school, unfortunately. Um, so Miss Jessica works with Unity Council um, by Fruitvale. And um, the now one more girl um, uh, reached out to Miss Jessica, um, who works at the Unity Council. And, and that's how she helped there, um, Yeah. Yeah, through there, uh, there's something that I've really been um, interested in, just being able to be um, involved with my community and being able to help any way I can. And so this was a really big opportunity that I thought I could take on and would really be important, not only to me, but for so many other girls out there yeah. um, facing this issue. This campaign makes me think of Tatiana Fazlalizadeh's influential street art campaign, Stop Telling Women to Smile, where art is the tool for the message. Anika Barber, can you talk about the cultural strategy of the campaign? Absolutely, thank you. And and I wanna be clear too that Betty Ono um, over the past 10 years has really held ground as an active cultural space and hub for our community. And as a black woman led organization, we intentionally center black and brown women, girls, gender expansive youth in our work. And um, as part of our cultural strategy writ large uh, that drives the work of our organization, it really is about affirming our lives with authenticity, prioritizing our autonomy and safety and really encouraging freedom of expression. And we presented the first ever exhibition of Stop Telling Women to Smile mm. and Tatiana's work here at Betty Ono back in 2013. So we have a long history with amplifying the voices and lives of our community, in particular, black and brown girls, 
And as far as cultural strategy goes, it really is um, a practice rooted in equity, justice, and belonging. Um, there are many practitioners and many forms that cultural strategy takes. And for us, it really is addressing with Not One More Girl, the culture that we live in right now and today is called rape culture. It's a culture and cycle of violence. It is prevalent and it is an environment in which sexual and gender-based violence against women and gender expansive women is normalized and it's excused in media and in popular culture. And the strategies that we develop with Betty Ono are rooted in collaboration, intergenerational relationship building, and also really centering the many community-based organizations and leaders that already have been doing this work and partnering with them to look at this issue holistically and bring together artists as critical actors in, in this work, bring together and lift up the leadership and capacity of our, of our youth and their self-determination and agency and connected to policy change, legislative change, tangible results that we can point to and say that we know as a, as a result and outcome of this work, we can see that our lives and our world is different, that we're transforming the culture of violence that we experience. Again, we're talking with Anika Barber, founding director at Betty Ono Gallery, a space for art, culture, and communities. Halima Barucha, senior advocacy manager with Alliance for Girls. They partnered with BART in the Not One More Girl campaign. And Lali Garcia Rodriguez, a senior at Skyline High School in Oakland. And you, our listeners, if you have any comments about your experience of feeling unsafe riding public transit, or if this campaign resonates with you, give us a call at 866-733-6786. Get in touch on Twitter and Facebook. We're at KQ. KQED forum or email your questions to forum at kqed.org. I was living in New York when the Stop Telling Women to Smile campaign first sprung up on walls in Brooklyn. And I remember months into the campaign being catcalled with a smile, baby, it ain't that bad. And usually I just ignore it and keep it moving. But it was a time of day with enough people around that I felt safe to say, you know, mid stride, stop telling women to smile. And I didn't slow my role or make it a confrontation, but I said something back and I realized that campaign literally gave me the language in that moment and a bit of psychological armor. You know, of course, that's not a stand in for concretely addressing sexual harassment and violence against women, but it's not insignificant either. And I know the, the poster that you're a part of Sleet Lolly says silence is not consent. What does that message mean to you? Um. That was made, um, in my opinion, that was that what that means to me. Um, a lot of girls, um, or a lot of people actually in general, mainly men, um, try to say, Well, she didn't say no. Well, yes, also, mm -hmm. she didn't say yes either. So, just because someone doesn't say stop or no, does not give you a right to put your hands or to say anything or to sexually assault that person. So silence is not consent because she didn't say yes. So silence does not give anyone permission to do anything unless it is voiced yes. Hmm. Uh, this listener writes, the one time on BART, a man loudly asked me to go out with him over and over and wouldn't leave me alone. I kept hoping someone would help out. No one did. Um, Halima, can you speak to... And of what that listener is also documenting and, and 
anything else that does that resonate with some of what showed up in your mm -hmm. study? Yeah, they are not alone in that experience. The girls in the Together Rise report shared the same experience of facing harassment in broad daylight and nobody stepping up. And so a call to action that I want to share with all riders and non-riders even is to look at how we can make safety everyone's responsibility. And we have created a three-minute bystander intervention video that talks about four easy and safe steps that you can practice and take if you see or witness uh, sexual harassment happening. And it's important that we intervene when we see this happen or even tell the impacted person, hey, I saw what happened and it's not okay, at least to affirm that experience. Um, like Anika said, this is so normalized in our culture. And even as you said, you know, we, we kind of brush this off and continue about our day. Um, and it almost minimizes that experience. So even saying, hey, I saw what happened and that's not okay, is still creating that culture shift um, and creating new social norms. So I would really encourage everyone to watch the video. It's at bart.gov slash GBV. And uh, it's three minutes, so it's very easy to walk and learn through. And Halima Barucha, um, will your organization or BART or both be continuing to track this kind of data? What are some of the long-term goals beyond this campaign? Absolutely. Thank you for asking. So BART has asked uh, a question to writers about their experience with sexual harassment on BART. And so from October through December of 2020, 10% of writers said yes, in the last six months, they had experienced sexual harassment. And that is pandemic writer numbers. We are asking BART to continue asking this question and to also include it in their customer satisfaction survey so we can get demographic information and more details. We have also created transparency on what the process is of seeking help through BART police. And you can find that on the website page that I just mentioned. We also want to ensure that survivors know their options. So we know that for black and brown communities, police doesn't always equal safety and our communities don't feel safe going to the police. And so we have worked with BART police to ensure that if they're called to scene, they understand to give that space and to ensure people have options. So we have infographics, we have a zine created by youth artist Kathy Liang um, that are providing multiple options so that you don't feel like, oh, the only option that I have is police. Um, and so that's going to be a really helpful way of providing those resources. And I'm also excited to share that today, actually, the BART board will be discussing hiring transitional age youth to serve on selection panels for unarmed BART PD positions, such as the transit ambassadors and the crisis intervention specialists. On April 22nd, the board will also be bringing forward the discussion around opening the writer code of conduct to add prohibition of sexual harassment. Um, and I just want to thank um, board members Latifa Simon, uh, President Foley, and Vice President Saltzman for their full support in moving these items forward. Um, this is just the starting point. There's a lot more that we need to do. And I'm also calling on every transit agency in the Bay Area and the country to follow suit. Um, when we looked at other transit agencies, there was little to nothing being done, including not even having a way to report sexual harassment or to get help. And this is completely unacceptable. Uh, Sarah Holder wrote about this campaign for Bloomberg City Lab, and that article, by the way, is linked on the show page at kqd.org slash forum. And it felt inspired, and this has been feeling inspiring as a case study of a government agency and community working together and following the lead of community and community-based research. Anika Barber, what about the collaboration stands out for you? Thank you. Yeah, I think it's really important to name that um, we look at this as a, a holistic you know, public health issue and need that requires the full participation of every individual, um, the community, as well as the institutions. 
And as a collaborative initiative, one of the key elements that we're lifting up is how to authentically engage and to ensure the leadership of the directed, directly impacted communities in the decision-making and the change, the systems change, like the policy change that Halima mentioned, but also in the relationship and accountability that the larger institutions like BART and other government government agencies have to ensure safe and just passageways for communities, for our people. This is a public benefit. This is a public right away. The other aspect of the collaboration is that we know that we have to be in better relationship with one another. And so this also created an opportunity um, through our leadership, through this table of black and brown led, trans and gender non-conforming led um, community-based organizations saying to the agency, we need you to step up. We need you to step up your game. We need you to be accountable and we need you to build authentic relationships. So we are gonna be going out into our community, Deep East Oakland, Fruitvale and West Oakland. And we are organizing safety booths where we're gonna be popping up and engaging in conversation with our communities, with youth, with elders about what's happening, um, providing the tools and resources, but also bringing that um, element of well-being and healing. So we'll have healing practitioners there also to support our community because this is a trauma-informed process. And it also is about making a long-term commitment. We know that this is not work that can resolve the issue in one go. It's not one piece of artwork, but the 15-foot art that's installed and wrapped around the stations, the posters throughout the bar trains signal to everyone our shared accountability that this is not a shadow pandemic issue. This is something that is seen, felt, heard, and it requires action. It requires collective action. So I do wanna just really name that the community is invited. We want to be in partnership with you to continue to build this, this work and this initiative and see that it takes hold because we need to transform the culture of ridership, the experience of ridership and our relationship to this issue. We need to stamp it out and end it. It is a cultural imperative. And, and these posters in the campaign is across all BART stations in the Bay Area? That's right. It's throughout the entire transit system, 50 BART stations, 300 posters, um, the large scale installations at West Oakland. But we also, again, are bringing the conversation into our day to day lives by activating in our communities near stations, away from stations to show the relationship that safe and just passageways is from our home to the streets. It's on the public transit system. And it's about ensuring that we make it to our destinations whole and well, and that mm -hmm. girls, gender expansive youth have safe, just passageways and sustainable futures. Well, we got a couple comments from listeners. Amber writes, as an elder woman, I can tell you it never stops no matter what your age, color, or orientation. It started with me when I was five, and today at 75, it still continues. Also, let us not forget the transgender women in our community who daily experience harassment and violence. And Catherine tweets, have definitely witnessed it on Muni, but wasn't sure how to intervene without escalating. Thank you for these resources. Thank you indeed to Halima Barucha, Senior Advocacy Manager with Alliance for Girls. Part, who partnered with BART in the Not One More Girl campaign. Thanks for joining us, Halima. Thank you. And also thanks to Sitlali Garcia-Rodriguez, a senior at Skyline High School in Oakland who was involved with the campaign. Thanks, Sitlali. Thank you. 
And thanks to Anika Barber, founding director of Betty Ono Gallery, a space for art, culture, and communities also involved with the campaign. Thanks for joining us, Anika Barber. Thank you. And thanks to our listeners. More form with Mina Kim after the break. I'm Mark. Funds for the production of Forum are provided by the members of KQED Public Radio and the Germanicos Foundation and the Generosity Foundation. Support for Forum comes from San Francisco Opera. Set 10 years after a school shooting, the critically acclaimed opera Innocence takes us into a complex emotional journey where our understanding of innocence and guilt is constantly upended. Kaya Sariajo's ethereal score collapses the past into the present as a community of survivors grapple with how to move forward. Don't miss the highly anticipated American premiere of Innocence, June 1st through 21st. Learn more at sfopera.com. We've all got those parts of our house where the internet just won't go. Well, if you had wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you could worry less about dead spots. Because with wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you get fast speeds, reliable connection in every room, and power for all of your devices, even when everyone's online. That's wall-to-wall Wi-Fi only with Xfinity. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. All over the country, we need to improve reading in Wisconsin. Schools are changing the way they teach reading. I'm calling for a renewed focus on literacy. We have gotten this wrong in New York and all across the nation. And it's happening because of a podcast. I think your podcast has changed my life. And I'm going to share this podcast with everyone I meet. Sold a Story investigates how teaching kids to read went wrong. New episodes of Sold a Story are available now.